Welcome to the Nutrition Edit Podcast for high-performing women who want to up-level their health and feel their best in their bodies, careers, and personal lives. In this podcast, I'll sift through the latest nutrition and biohacking trends to filter out the bullshit, share what you really need to know, and help you put the good stuff into practice in a way that works for you. You'll get actionable tips from guest experts and myself on how to up-level your mindset, workouts, relationships, and environment, and start feeling like the badass woman you are. Join me as we bust through the bro science and male-centric health paradigm to help you achieve optimal performance, body, mind, and soul. Hello there, friend, and welcome back to the Nutrition Edit Podcast. I'm your host, Jeannie Oliver, functional nutrition and wellness coach, and I'm finally back with season two. I can't believe how fast this last few months has gone by and how much has already happened in 2023. I am launching this season a little bit later than originally planned, but I've been busy running my Body Liberation Together group, which is my 12-week intensive metabolic health program. I have a really wonderful group of women, so I wanted to make sure they're getting the attention they deserve while still bringing you great guests and episodes. So I hope you'll find this season was worth the wait. In my practice, I focus a lot on mindset. You'll hear me talk about it over and over because I find that if our mindset and attitude isn't in the right place more often than not, and newsflash, no one has a perfect mindset all the time and perfect isn't even a thing, but if we don't have you know, the right mindset and attitude, at least more often than not, we will really struggle to achieve our health and our lifestyle goals. But today and over the coming season, I want to take things a step further than mindset and attitude and open up a conversation about how we can tap into our subconscious to uncover what's holding us back. Because if it was always something that was in the forefront of our mind and was really clear and obvious, we would have a much easier time dealing with it and it would be a non-issue. So you may have said at some point or heard a friend say something along the lines of, ugh, she has such a great body, or she's so thin or fit, or she's so disciplined, I hate her, or it must be nice, or something else, you know, that's kind of catty along those lines. It's really not a compliment when we say or hear people say these things. It's actually an accusation. And those kinds of comments or thoughts come from a place of insecurity, resentment, and judgment on our part or on the part of whoever is saying that. When we say or think things like this, it's often because someone else's choices or lifestyle are shining a light on something that we know we want to change or we feel we should change, but we're not ready to change yet. So while we may envy people who look a certain way or who we perceive as having something that we don't have or that we want, we may not be ready or willing to do what it takes to get what they have or look the way that they look. So we have to be honest with ourselves. And instead of being you know, jealous or resentful of people like that, we need to go, okay, am I actually really willing to do the work to get that or to achieve that outcome or not? And if the answer is not, that's okay. It just means that for whatever reason, it's either not a priority to you or you're not ready. Now, on the other hand, sometimes it has nothing to do with wanting what someone else has. We may have genuinely compelling personal reasons to make positive changes in our lives, but we just can't seem to make ourselves do the work to achieve our goals. And either we don't know what to do or where to start, or we know what to do, but we struggle to do it consistently enough or long enough 
to get the results that we're looking for. So when it comes to changing your diet or exercising consistently, which is what a lot of you will struggle with or you wouldn't be here listening to this, there are a multitude of things that can prevent you from taking the necessary steps to reach your desired outcomes or goals in this area. And changing the way that we eat specifically is one of the hardest things to do in life. It's really, really difficult. You know, there's emotions behind our food. There are, you know, cultural norms and traditions. There are all kinds of emotional, familial messages. There's just a lot there to unpack. So there are a lot of drivers here that can dictate our tastes, choices, cravings, habits, etc. So the key here is to figure out what those things are that are holding you back. Because if you can't identify what they are or what those roadblocks are, it's unlikely that you'll actually be able to address the problem and move forward. Hey there, I hope you're enjoying the episode. I wanted to pop in and let you know that applications are open for my Body Liberation Together group coaching program. We kick things off on June 19th, and you may be thinking, but it's summer, I've got kids at home, travel, barbecues, etc. But because of all these things, it's actually a great time to learn how to honor your body in any scenario. And this program is not a rigid diet or protocol that requires being at home in a controlled environment. You'll learn how to make the foundational changes to decrease stress, increase your energy, and create a healthy metabolism so you can end the vicious cycle of dieting, burning out, abusing your body, and dieting again to get back on track. You'll receive both group and one-on-one nutrition, fitness, and lifestyle coaching to help you establish habits that you can stick to for results that last. Go to joliverwellness.com forward slash body dash liberation dash together to get the details and apply to join before doors close on June 12th. And don't worry, I'll put that link in the show notes. This group is limited to just eight people. So apply now to save your spot and then we'll schedule a free 30 minute chat to make sure it's the right fit for you before you commit. I look forward to connecting with you. And now back to the show. When a client of mine is having trouble identifying what's holding them back, I will refer them or urge them to work with a practitioner who can help them uncover what's happening on a subconscious level, because that's where those sneaky limiting beliefs, messages, and experiences actually live. And we can't access that with talk therapy. Those are things that are stored in the area of the brain that we call the midbrain, and really are sort of embedded in our nervous system. And your nervous system is always working to keep you safe and alive. And on a subconscious cellular level, change often does not feel safe, even if it's positive change. I've talked about this in past episodes where, you know, we all know someone that's in a bad relationship and maybe they leave that relationship, but then they end up in another one that's maybe a different person, but the same scenario or they try to leave a relationship and then always fall back into that. And that's typically because that feels familiar and safe, even if it's not actually safe. So addressing our nervous system is is really key. And while working on your mindset, learning about nutrition, you know, how to eat properly and honor your body, working out regularly, all of these are really important, crucial pieces of your overall health. However, you will have a much easier time making changes and sticking with healthy practices 
if you do the necessary work to heal and help your nervous system feel safe. So this season, we're going to be focusing on the most common things that hold us back and the challenges that we may face when we're trying to make lasting positive changes in our lives. Some of these things like emotional eating we touched on in season one, that was episode nine, I believe, but this season we'll do a deep dive into why we struggle to make lasting lifestyle changes and what to do about it. So we'll be talking about the factors that drive addictive behavior, self-sabotage, all of these things, and sharing tools to help you break free from those behaviors so that you can feel better in your body and start living a more free, fulfilling, and joyful life. I have some really terrific guests joining me to cover juicy topics such as hypnotherapy, super excited for that one, food addiction, what I call strategic indulgence, and family and social dynamics. These are all things that you know can have a huge influence on us and our choices. And I'm also going to do a couple of quick, what I call helpful hacks episodes, where I give you very easy, simple, actionable tricks for healthy living. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And I also want to just give you a little bit of homework that will help you get the most out of the season's content. And I think help you to just sort of start getting in touch with how things are affecting you on an emotional and physical level. So what I want you to do is just start to think about and jot down any beliefs or stories or narratives that are circulating in your head about who you are or about the things that you're struggling with. So an example would be if you struggle to make healthy food choices, what are the things that you tell yourself? What are the voices that you hear inside of your head? So an example might be, oh, I will start a diet, but then I never follow through. So you're telling yourself you never follow through. Or, you know, I'm just someone that loves carbs, or I love my sugar, or I love cheese. I I could never give up cheese. All of those things, write them down, think about them, identify them. Or maybe you say things to yourself that are mean and self-destructive. Maybe you say, oh, you know, I'm fat and ugly, or I have big fat thighs, or whatever it is. Write those things down. Sometimes when we can get them out of our head and onto paper, we get perspective on A, how negative and mean that they are, and B, sometimes we can realize like, wait a minute, that's actually not true and it's not real or logical. It's just something that I'm telling myself. So the next thing I want you to do is after you've written those things down, identify whether these are things that are coming from outside sources like family or external influences. Maybe someone told you something when you were little, me growing up being taller than all the other girls. People told me I was such a big girl. Well, when you're a little kid, you don't necessarily think that that's a positive thing. People don't say tall, they say big. So I thought people were telling me I was I was fat or I was too big. So what did I do? I tried to shrink and I slouched. So that would be an example of an external voice or a parent that maybe criticized you or a sibling or bullies at school, whatever it might be, you know, social media, magazines, Identify if those are external influences or if they're an internal influence, meaning like your own critical thoughts or 
or voices or ideas. You know, maybe these are perfectionistic tendencies or the I'm not good enough or I'm not lovable unless I'm thin enough, pretty enough, et cetera, those kinds of things. And then as you're writing down all of these items, I want you to start paying attention to where do you feel it in your body? So if you have cravings, for example, or urges to eat or drink alcohol for no obvious reason, check in with yourself to see if there's a clear emotion that you're feeling or an experience that you're reacting to. And if it's not clear, try to notice any sensations such as tension, tightness, pain, or heaviness in your body, and then jot down whatever you notice. The reason I want you to do this is because often we're so busy or we're trying so hard to avoid any kind of unpleasant emotions that we detach from our bodies and we just end up in go mode in our daily lives where we're just getting by, we're keeping ourselves busy constantly, or we're checking out with television or social media or whatever it might be. And the reason that this is so important is because if you can start to reconnect with your body and your emotions, you're going to get more clarity around those things that are potentially holding you back. And then you can start to take small steps towards positive change. And then obviously, you know, tapping into the subconscious and your nervous system is taking it on to a different level. It's deeper work. And we're going to talk more about that in, in future episodes. But this is a really good place to start, to just start getting back in touch with your body and identifying how are you feeling? How are things affecting you? Um, you know, how are you reacting to different experiences or interactions, relationships, et cetera? And eventually you're going to be able to identify what emotions or experiences are triggering your undesirable behaviors, and it will get easier to step back and make a choice that serves you well and nurtures you instead of just anesthetizing with food or alcohol or whatever it is that's not serving you anymore or that is preventing you from reaching your goals and feeling your best and living your best life. So the caveat here is, you know, be patient with yourself and don't try to do this too much too quickly. So don't do too much too quickly because you can get overwhelmed. And again, your nervous system in that case is going to be like, whoa, no way. We're not going to go there. And I find that when people get into all or nothing mode and they try to do too many things all at once, they're successful for a short period of time. And then the wheels fall off the bus completely and they start back at square one and they're very frustrated and they can lose hope and give up altogether. And you don't want to do that. So making small incremental change is the way to go. Just take a gentle approach by speaking to yourself kindly and try approaching your health and your relationship with your body and food with curiosity instead of judgment. Keep practicing that. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes some time. It's not always easy, but instead of being judgy and mean to yourself, just get curious. What's going on here? What am I really feeling? What is this about for me? And you may actually be surprised at what you uncover. So that's your homework until next time. And I would love to hear what you learn. So shoot me a DM or comment on this episode's post over on Instagram. You can find me at J Oliver Wellness and let me know what comes up for you. So I'm curious to hear and I'm looking forward to connecting with you. And until our next episode, take care of you and I'll see you next week. 
Hey there, thanks for hanging out with me today. And if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave me a quick review. Also, check out the show notes for links to connect, follow, and share this podcast and for information featured in each episode. See you next time. I am not a doctor and the content here should not be taken as medical advice. All information in this podcast is for informational purposes only, does not constitute medical advice, and does not establish any kind of practitioner or coach-client relationship. This podcast is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Do not disregard medical advice or delay seeking medical advice because of information you hear in this podcast or any other, and do not start or stop any medications without speaking to your health provider. Always seek the advice of a qualified health practitioner before undertaking a new health regimen. This podcast and website represents the opinion of Jeannie Oliver and guests to the show. Opinions of guests are their own and do not reflect the opinions of Jeannie Oliver Wellness, LLC, or our producers.